Welcome to After the Fact, a Knowing Faith mini-episode where we look to take a big question and address it in just a few minutes. Typically, the questions we consider will line up with our larger topic for the season, and that is certainly true for our time today. We are discussing Romans on Knowing Faith this season, and joining us today is Dr. Brian Vickers. Dr. Vickers is professor of New Testament interpretation at the Southern Baptist Theological Seminary and the author of Jesus, Blood, and Righteousness, Paul's Theology of Imputation, Justification by Faith, Finding Freedom from Legalism, Lawlessness, Pride, and Despair, and most recently, the ESV Expository Commentary on Acts. He also serves as assistant editor of the Southern Baptist Journal of Theology. Dr. Vickers, welcome to After the Fact. Thanks for joining us. Uh, Thank you. It's my pleasure to be here. In Romans 5, 9, we hear, Since therefore we have now been justified by his blood, much more shall we be saved by him from the wrath of God. So here's the question. Why the blood in Romans 5, 9? Why is that significant? Um, yeah, well, that's a, I mean, it's a great question. And, you know, sometimes in the whole discussion of justification, <clears throat> Romans 5, 9, sometimes it doesn't entirely get left out, but we, we sometimes sort of skip over it. Uh, you know, Paul begins, you know, um, having been justified by faith, we have peace with God. Uh, and then, you know, when he gets to verse 9, as you, as you just read, since we have been justified by his blood, uh, much more shall we be saved by him from the wrath of God, right? So, I mean, the short the short story is this. Um, here, Paul is, just like he did in Romans 4, he is really focusing um, his discussion of justification on the forgiveness of sins. Uh, and this is, I mean, I think that's pretty clear when he says justified by his blood, right? Which I think is a, a, is a, it's a clear pointer, right? to Christ's death on the cross in our place as our substitute um, through whom we have the forgiveness of our sins, uh, through whom, you know, God's, um, God's wrath is averted, right? Uh, because he is the propitiation, right, from Romans 3, he is the propitiation uh, by his blood or in his blood by faith for us, Right. That is, he is our he is our substitute, and through him, our substitute, our sacrificial substitute, um, we're forgiven and justified. So now you just used a word that's very interesting there that maybe our listeners aren't as familiar with: propitiation. If you could just give our listeners kind of a crash course one hundred and one on propitiation, where would you begin with that? You know, I would begin probably uh, in Romans three, right? So. I'll just sort of jump in right on verse 25. Whom God put forward as a propitiation uh, by faith in his love, right? And so not all translations, I'm reading from the ESV, not all translations uh, have the word propitiation because it's, it's something of a technical word, um, but it refers, it refers to Christ's atoning sacrifice as our substitute, right? So Christ is both the the sacrifice and also the place of sacrifice. I think it's recalling, uh, it's recalling the day of the the day of atonement, right, where the blood is sprinkled on the mercy seat that is the covering of the ark. And Paul, I think, identifies Christ as both the place, the the mercy seat, but also the thing itself, the sacrifice itself. Right, and it's through that particular sacrifice that God's wrath, God's just wrath against sin, right, is addressed and averted um, by Christ's death for us. 
right? So in in some in some translations, in some translations, you'll just have maybe some. Sometimes it'll say atoning sacrifice, which is a fine translation. Um, or sometimes expiation. People use that word, um, which is about as well known as the word propitiation. Uh, no matter what, it has to be explained because if a translation just says atoning sacrifice, we need to make sure that we're sort of explicit about what that means. And so that's why, so I'm just sort of pulling from what Paul has already said in Romans 3 and kind of applying that to what he's saying there in Romans 5. Okay, that's very helpful. Um, maybe one last question. Uh, if, if somebody's listening to this, and they're going, but why was blood necessary for the forgiveness of sins? Like, why is the blood necessary for the the averting of God's wrath? That just seems, you know, I, I you've heard this before. I know you have. Uh, you know, anybody who does deep study on Paul has to kind of answer this. But to modern ears, this idea of blood, it just feels, it can almost feel primal a little bit. So why was the blood necessary for the forgiveness at all? Yeah, well, the short version is, you know, the blood signifies sacrifice, right? So it's it's not it's not just simply you know you have some blood, right? The blood points to the sacrifice that must be made for the forgiveness for the forgiveness of our sins, and simultaneously the upholding of God's just condemnation against humanity, right? So I mean I'll, I'll try to make this as fast as as, as quick as I can. Uh, Romans uh, 1, 18 to 318, it's easy to remember that, is essentially Paul bringing God's case, God's just case against humanity, both Jews and Gentiles, right? It's actually the other order, right? It's Gentiles and the Jews, um, sort of concluding, you know, all there is no one who, no, there's no one righteous, not even one, right? All have sinned, all have fallen short of the glory of God. Um, and so, you know, God has this case against us, and God's justice must be upheld for God to be true to himself and his justice. In other words, he can't just sort of sweep it under the rug um, and then also be true to who he is and, you know, and how he's revealed himself as both just and, going back to Romans 3 again, both just, that is just and that is in keeping with and true to himself, and the justifier of those who have faith in Jesus, right? So I, I, I understand, right? We can hear the, you know, the blood and I understand how that sounds. Uh, but, you know, the thing we need to understand is that the blood points to the sacrifice for our sins, without which we, without which we cannot be saved. It's very helpful. Thank you, Dr. Vickers. After the Fact is brought to you by the Southern Baptist Theological Seminary. If you want to study with incredible professors like Dr. Vickers, head over to sbts.edu and discover why Southern Seminary is trusted for truth.